Welcome to The Healing Catalyst. I'm your host, Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh, and I know that Ayurveda can transform your life. How? Because it transformed mine. And the best part is, it's easier than you think. Your body has exactly what it needs to heal itself. All you need to do to enhance its healing power is to start practicing healthy routines, which I can teach you. In over 20 years of practicing both Western medicine and Eastern healing traditions, the most important thing I've learned is that healing is a journey we take together. So on this podcast, I'll be demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple, ancient practices are the keys to unlocking a healthy modern life. We are all healing catalysts because healing starts within. It starts with you, and it starts right now. Let's get started. You're listening to The Healing Catalyst, episode number six. Hello, my beautiful friends. It is so wonderful to be back with you again for another episode of The Healing Catalyst podcast. Wow, what a few weeks it's been since the last episode. My book launched, and I have received so much love and support from all of you about my book. It's been just amazing to have something that you put out into the world and then have it received with so much love and so much enthusiasm. So thank you so much for that. And in case you don't know what I'm talking about, I just launched my first book called The Health Catalyst, and it's available on Amazon now. We will make sure that we link it in the show notes. So one of the topics that I talk a lot about is this idea of optimal health and what is optimal health and how do we achieve it? And according to Ayurveda, optimal health is the balance between toxins and energy. Basically, it's the ability to reduce toxins or reduce the toxic load in the human system and at the same time increase the flow of vital energy or prana through the system. Now, we've already talked about how to decrease toxins or toxic load. That was back in episode four. We'll link that in the show notes. Today, we're going to talk about how to increase the flow of vital energy or prana through the system. And the main way that we can do this is using the tools of yoga. Now, before we go forward, I want to take just one moment to explain why I'm saying the tools of yoga. In the West, yoga has become synonymous with the postures or the asana. And in truth, yoga is so much more than just the postures. Yoga has many tools, including breath, meditation, chanting, gestures, and visualization. And so I use the term tools of yoga instead of just yoga because I want to call attention to the fact that yoga is so much more than just the postures and to bring into focus the idea that breath and meditation are key components of the practice of yoga. Now, yoga and Ayurveda are what you would call sister sciences. And much like sisters, they depend on each other. In Ayurveda, yoga is one of the remedies used to support health. And in the same way, in yoga, 
the practice of Ayurveda is the lifestyle into which yoga fits. Ayurveda, on the one hand, informs us how to balance, and yoga, on the other hand, reveals the patterns of imbalance. These patterns of imbalance, or habits, are what cause symptoms, illness, and chronic disease in the first place. And so yoga, by revealing patterns of imbalance, actually decreases our suffering. Ultimately, yoga is not about doing the postures. Instead, yoga is about undoing what is in the way of the postures. I'll say that again because it's actually so brilliant. It's something that one of my teachers, Leslie Kamenoff, once said. Again, it's that ultimately yoga is not about doing the postures. Instead, yoga is about undoing what is in the way of the postures. And the key to all of this is the breath. Because the breath, is where the mind and the body meet. And yoga is about bringing the mind and body together through the breath. The breath tells us what's in the way. It tells us what we need to unlearn or change in the patterns or habits of our mind or in the patterns or in the habits of our body. It is through the breath that we bring about transformation and healing, or as we say in yoga, how we decrease suffering. So for example, if you're holding your breath or breathing really shallow and rapid, pause for a moment and ask yourself, where is this pattern or habit coming from? Is it coming from my mind or is it coming from my body? Remember, we are multidimensional beings in which the mind, body, and spirit are connected. And by using the tools of yoga, we can actually use the breath to understand the connection between the body and the mind. So now, let's translate this into Ayurveda for everyone. The beauty of yoga is that it allows us to become more sensitive to our own life force energy or prana, so that we can move through our lives with more steadiness and ease. When we shift our thinking from believing that the postures are about having perfect alignment or looking like the cover of a yoga magazine in a perfect headstand or a perfect lotus position, and instead understand that postures are about maintaining a steady and comfortable state when in the posture, of creating more steadiness and ease we can tap into the power of yoga. This requires not just a strong and flexible body, but also a smooth breath and a focused mind. If you don't have a steady or comfortable posture, start to reflect and become curious. Observe your breath. Ask yourself whether your discomfort is coming from your body or from your mind. Remember, the breath is where the body and the mind meet. So it provides valuable information about the patterns and the habits that cause imbalance, the patterns and habits that cause symptoms, illness, and chronic disease. Now, when I started this episode, I said that the tools of yoga are one of the remedies that we use in Ayurveda. 
And this is because the tools of yoga connect the microcosm to the macrocosm because they harness, replenish, and move the life force energy of nature through the body, mind, and spirit. And so although each posture has very specific effects, all postures share the effect of increased flow of life force energy, which supports health in general. This is why I believe that the most important thing when doing any posture is to link the breath and move dynamically with the inhale and the exhale. And quite honestly, you don't have to do a, quote, posture to reap the benefits of the tools of yoga. Even if your movement is small or slight, you can link your breath and move dynamically with your inhale and exhale. That means that any movement can become a posture. If you're walking, link your breath, your inhale and your exhale with each step. And the attention, the focused attention that it takes to link your breath with your movement, that is meditation. And it's in this way that the simple act of walking has become posture, breathwork, and meditation. I find that there are so many people that believe that they cannot do yoga because they don't think they're strong enough or flexible enough to do the postures. But as I just demonstrated, any movement becomes yoga when you link your breath and you have a focused, attentive mind. During every episode, I like to introduce a new practice for your consideration. And today I'd like to talk about sound as medicine. You've likely witnessed the healing power of sound in your life. You've experienced the positive effects on your physical and emotional health. Sound can access your body's cells non-invasively because it's vibration. And everything in the universe vibrates, every cell and every wave. We are all made of vibration, and vibration goes everywhere. Many physicists argue that vibration is the language of the universe. They propose that vibration is the code of instructions for consciousness. Modern researchers of science are already finding that we can consciously direct our mind and our body into a calmer, connected state and experience healthier rhythms in our life using sound. There are studies that show that the vibration of your voice alone can decrease stress, improve sleep, lower blood pressure, as well as increase lymphatic circulation, melatonin production, and the release of endorphins. It can even help create new neural pathways in your brain. Here are some examples of how you can use sound as medicine. To decrease anxiety, stress, or other nervous system imbalances. To create a state of receptivity to a change that you want to make, like eating better or exercising more. To change your state of consciousness, become more relaxed or become more focused. Or to enhance your daily mindfulness practice. There are many sound healing modalities, including your own voice and music, that can transform your physical and emotional well-being. For example, tuning forks can induce a deeper state of relaxation through their sound waves. The vibrations of a gong can change your brainwaves from a beta or waking state 
to theta and delta, or a deep meditative state. And then there's Tibetan singing bowls, which create a range of sounds to restore the normal vibratory frequencies of the different parts of your body. And then, of course, as I mentioned before, your own voice, singing, humming, and chanting, can help you uncover the truths of your soul and make huge strides in your healing process. It's a very powerful way to reclaim your voice. And then finally, music. Any kind of music can alter your mood dramatically. I hope that you'll consider using sound as medicine. So let's review what we've talked about in this episode. I've wanted to present the tools of yoga as a tool, as a remedy that we use in Ayurveda. And the idea that yoga is much more than just the postures. The tools of yoga include the postures, meditation, breath, chanting, visualization, and gestures. The tools of yoga reveal patterns of imbalance. They reveal the patterns that cause symptoms, illness, and chronic disease. And they connect us to nature because they help to replenish and move the life force energy of nature through our body, mind, and spirit. By linking any movement to the breath with focused attention, you are doing yoga. Remember, ultimately, yoga is not about doing the postures. Yoga is about undoing what is in the way of the postures. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Healing Catalyst podcast. Until next time, be well. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way, you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. And if you're feeling really inspired, please leave a review so that others can find this podcast more easily. If you want to learn more, visit me on the interwebs at avantikumarsingh.com, and you can subscribe to my newsletter, where I send exclusive invites to my events, special announcements, and give you more self-healing tools and tips. And if you want to hang out even more with me, I spend most of my time on Instagram. You can find me at Avanti Kumar Singh, and we can connect more there. Until next time, remember, with the right catalyst, you have the power to activate your own healing, because healing starts within. This episode was produced by Dante32.